Hi, you're listening to Oh Hey Heather, Tell Me a Story. Real stories, real experiences, by real people. I hope you enjoy. Whew, good morning. I was thinking of one life experience lately that was peaking speak worthiness of, and uh, it's delicate to talk about because I don't want anyone to be offended, hurt, or disappointed, even though I know there are already people that are probably hurt, offended, and disappointed, that I dropped out of a, a uh, would you call it a seminar? Would you call it a workshop? It was this, what I thought it was going to be and what it was weren't the same, but I own that because I could have researched it. I could have spent more than 10 minutes on it. I just knew the person recommending it was somebody that I um, thought highly of and still do to this day. No change in that whatsoever, even though it might have been not vice versa (laughs) because I didn't finish. However, after what I went into for 10 hours on a Friday while, by the way, I had the Wuhan virus, which is a whole nother story. I was like, you know, I can do this. I can do this. But the content and some of the context, I was just like, ooh, mm. and doggone it. If I wasn't glad to be in a group of 130 some people, which by the way, at the end of the day, I was like, it did drop a little butt. It, it eye-opened me in a lot of ways and was fascinating to me to see the ways people behaved, especially people that I do not know who were being their, their selves, which is great. I was, too, trying to be. But put into the scenarios and the situations that the facilitator had us get into, which would also create the need to problem solve together virtually throughout this whole thing with dozens of you in one room because you had to break out with who they told you to break out with to solve the problem they told you you had that was a little complex and I there were several things about that day there were times I even put my phone out recorded it because I didn't mind the objective or their goal. I, I believe their ultimate goal is to make people confident, um, would you say wise, you know, uh, emotionally intelligent kind of skills set stuff to help you in a professional setting so that you can thrive and be successful, you know, whatever's hindering you or whatever's holding you back, we're going to uncover it this weekend and then we're going to, you know, get you on the right path to, to finding your better purpose and who you are, blah, 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 and get, and, and that's wonderful. It's beautiful. I, that's where I thought, this is great. I'm glad they have these kinds of things. And I'm glad so many people are participating in that because why wouldn't you want to do self-growth? Great. Where I rubbed wrong in, first of all, even if this weren't like this, it was three 10 hour days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I didn't realize that. 
I was exhausted and was just looking forward to a weekend of laying around and getting my, my head straight because I was ending my whatever days off that you have to have and uh, going back to work on Monday. And even though I feel like I was blessed with the mildest, some discomfort, uncomfort, but you know, all in all, I, I knew I was just going to be off grid for a bit, except I wasn't off grid. I still held on to as many responsibilities as I could while weirdly falling asleep for two and three hour patches at a time. But I did, I feel like I still accomplished a lot and helped people. That's, that's the goal. But anyway, back to this thing, I didn't like some of the insinuation that because of a lack of trust amongst each other, because of a division that we're all living through right now. And, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but basically because of our own way, our own downfalls and our own weaknesses and our own experiences that were probably like torturous or traumatic or abusive or something that we have decided to not let people in and to not trust and to not be our best selves. And I'm like, you know, no, no, I'm, I do have a lot of those things, but I don't apply them to the current people in my life that had nothing to do with them, nor to hold me back. If anything, I use them as a reflection to see when I do feel uncomfortable or when I do not feel at my best, I'm able to self-reflect internally to find out what it is that's hitting my vibe wrong that's throwing me off. And it's usually, it could be some type of past trigger of that smell or that thing or that person's smile look like that person's smile. But generally it's not anything you're looking for or, or uh, keeping you from like leaving your house and having a life. I mean, it happens, but you don't, I don't know. I guess maybe based on that group and what I listened to and saw and had other people saying, Maybe I'm just that fortunate to have evolved a lot faster because of my seeking out constant ways to heal and not carry and move on and get out of my way and get better and grow and pursue something. Like I've always been wired. Yes, I fall. Yes, I flounder. Yes, I have problems and weaknesses. But all in all, it's it's getting better and better and better because I'm getting more and more aware of who I am and what I am and how I act. You know, people talk about you get used to the creaks in your house and you get used to the way the washer sounds or, you know, someone else might hear a noise and be like, oh, and you're like, or, you know, maybe your baby makes a shriek and they're like, and they're like, no, she's fine. She's la 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 la. You got to learn your own rhythms and understand where you're at because that's how you heal. It's not because you have to have shame or you have to feel guilty or you have to feel bad to feel better. Like I didn't understand and I kept feeling that way by the things he was saying. And I was trying to not let my growing and growing bias continually stop hearing it for the first time without that bias filter on my lens. You know, I was trying to hear him for what he was, but each time I was like, no, I don't agree with you. I agree with the outcome you're seeking, but not the reason why you're trying to make people feel like they have to go there. There were certain times where it was like, are you kidding me right now? 
I lack trust in that guy because he didn't make eye contact. It's not because I have a pre-systemic problem that has prevented me to trust this person because I was possibly abused as a girl. Like, what are you talking about? And, but then I thought, again, I'm going to stay open-minded and hear these things because I want to know the way other people are seeing it, the way other people are affecting it. I took it at this point as more of a fly-on-the-wall study and a possibility of grabbing nuggets. Like, I did grab nuggets. I did see things. And one of the things was at the end, and it was the most probably frustrating, this is when I was like, yes, I know I am at a point where my fascination in this experiment is outweighed by the freedom I need for two more 10 hour days of this that I cannot commit to and I am exhausted. I mean, I was literally laying there wanting to fall asleep and when I thought it was over, over, because I really did, I really thought it was over. It was already 40 minutes past when they said it would end for the night. So we were going on 9 p.m. and I really did think it was over, I, I got off. The next thing I know, I'm getting a text from a number I don't recognize. It says, hey, where are you? Why aren't you in this group? We need you back in. I'm like, what the, what is going on? I was like, oh, these are our captain leader people that are all huddling us in because they all had their little groups of, there was like 17 groups and then each one of them was a captain over the group and they'd already gone through the process and were certified to now help facilitate the next ones going through this emerging process. And anyway, I don't know what to do. I, it, it, it's fascinating. I have no regrets. I just didn't finish and I'm not going to. And it's just not for me. That's all. I hope that it helps a lot of people awaken that reflection inside of them that helps them understand how you do that. And I know I'm not perfect and I'm going to keep floundering. And I have moments where I break down and have weird crying spells where I'm like, what just happened to me right there? And it's probably because I haven't been processing things appropriately or having bad nightmares or something weird. But all in all, like, I feel pretty darn solidly healthy that I can identify internal crises within myself. Like I know my little sounds and my noises of like, Ooh, I feel like my blood pressure's going up or, Ooh, I'm getting blotchy on my chest. I can tell I'm getting a little hot <laughs> or, Oh, I'm grinding my teeth. I'm grinding my teeth because I'm really mad and I know I can't talk and I have to grunt down because otherwise I'm going to say something that I'll regret because the way people are behaving right now is just not appropriate. And I do that or, I don't, I mean, pick one. I, I realize that I'm like, why am I doing that? Oh, you know, here's this, this, and this. And then it's like, okay, I can process why I felt that way. Or if I get startled and then I get mad because I hate it when people scare me, but I also know that it is inevitable that you do get scared. Somebody comes around the corner. Somebody, you know, didn't, you didn't know was there, was there. A bird's going to swoop down. So you're going to have moments where you go, <gasps> I hate them. I loathe them. I don't want them. I don't want them to last. Can you imagine when you have that feeling and then you realize, oh wait, this is real and it's not going away. Like if you're being, having someone predator you or come after you or something, you're like, <gasps> you know, like, ah, it's the worst ever. I don't know how people don't have their hearts explode, which by the way, I did read, I did read a .org article. I don't know if that makes it real or not. I know there's lies everywhere and I don't know who to search because now everything's getting more and more convoluted every single day. But I did read and see a video by a doctor. Again, could be a guy in a lab coat. Don't know, but it seemed pretty legit. And it was on a lot of different places. And then it got taken down and people were talking about how it was gone. So why would they have taken it down? But anyway, usually the good stuff gets taken down. Just letting you know the real stuff. But it's stated that, oh no, what is it? 
the coat, okay. I'm not going to say having COVID or having the vaccine because I don't want to scare anyone and I don't know what to do about that. And I don't know if it's real or not. And I have seriously either people on either side that will be dramatically affected either way. I feel like I'm in the Marvel book. Remember at the end where 50% of them died, just turned into dust because he got all the little things in his hand, the glove. And then they like for five years had to figure out how to bring everybody back because they just disappeared because he was doing population control. Like, it could be either way, and I don't want to think about it either way, and I hope it's not real, but the science behind what he was saying, get it, the science, and what he was explaining, and how it was built, and how it was engineered, and what it was doing, and that it truly was bio-warfare with the whole whatever genetic progression stuff that they do. Long story short, one way or the other, fear and anxiety. Anxiety triggers adverse effects and very variations of it because of the way your body chemical like like runs it through you and they are predicting a massive stroke heart attack fatality spike in the next one to three years because when people experience fear or anxiety or moments of (gasps) it can possibly trigger that which was in your body to react again and get, and because it's all connected to blood and coagulation cause strokes and heart attacks. And I'm like, again, I don't know. I'm not, I'm just, it's, I basically said in 35 seconds what they spent 20 minutes explaining in a video over all kinds of explanations and graphs and studies and data and other countries that they've been able to collect because they, you can't collect America's, so you have to collect somebody else's. Anyway, back to the thing. I know that a lot of people prey on other people's weaknesses. They learn your weakness and that's where they attack. That's the way they teach you to learn how to defend yourself is you look for the weakness and then you attack. But is that the same law that you should be applying in games of business in non-combative professions that are only about being strategically great to get sales by people liking who you are and wanting to give you their money so that you can make money so that you can grow like I mean that's pretty much the basis I think so why do it in this world of because it's not physical it's not like Bob's going to come out of the office and now that he found out you've got, you know, a, a, a torn Achilles kicking, kicking the shin or something like, I don't no, it's, oh, we, you know, here's something, you know, Sally's really afraid to public speak. So I'm going to go ahead and set up a scenario where she's going to have to talk in front of all of the people in the boardroom and it's going to make her go crazy and I'm going to look better. I mean, that kind of crap, stupid, stupid shit that high school kids grow up and still do as business people. They just put on a tie and then they decide that it's just as fun as, you know, who knows? Again, maybe I should have stayed in the seminar because then I would understand it a lot better. But whatever inner child 
these assholes have, and they're of any gender, by the way, and they are very diverse. So it just, it's just it's behavior and character. It's not anything else. Um, I made the joke about a tie because usually they're wearing a tie when it happens. I do think that I would be interested in a study because I believe that for some reason when people put on ties, and I'm not saying all of them, I'm saying it helps bring out those that would have been a higher percentage of being a person anyway. I'm, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying those who wear it are that way. I'm saying those who could be that way and wear one are more likely to be so. There, that sounds better. But preying on someone else's weakness to leverage your own is wrong. And I see opportunities I would never take advantage of. It's just not right. I don't do that. It's horrible. And I've never. And I've, that's probably why at my age and where I'm at, I'm where I'm at. You know? Hey, I can't complain. I got a house. I got family. I got everything we need. And I am better off than billions and billions of people that are going all over the world covered in God knows what, escaping from all of the tyranny that we accept. Yep. We accept it because we give them money and we give them business and we give them negotiations and we let them come to the table. I would say in this world, if you're a country that abuses and hurts your own civilians and citizens and condones corruption and misuses of funds and takes the taxpayer dollars or the, the generating income of the people to better yourself while making them pay the ultimate price, you don't get tariffs. You don't get to trade. You don't get nothing. You don't get shit until you're treating the people the way we expect everyone to be treated, which is called the rules of global humanity. And you know what would happen? I'm guessing we would have a time where not one country could trade with the other. Because from either knowingly allowing chemicals through your water, cancers, crazy ass drug commercials. I still can't believe the crazy ass drug commercials. I saw a drug commercial last night and it was playing every, they must've made a media buy that was so heavy. I'm like, where do you get all your pharmaceutical money? And then I'm like, oh, well, I mean, Pfizer just made $4 billion off of a, ugh, I don't even know what you'd call it. A, genetic mutational injection but this commercial was for teledyskinesia it's a disorder that you can develop when you're taking too many medications for your mental health disorders it can cause your body to have tremors and those tremors really suck so now there's a pill called Opturo maybe Optudo anyway where if you take this pill, this pill will actually stop the tremors that are caused from the pills you take for your mental illnesses. Do you know what the problem with taking the pill for your pills is? Guess what the side effects are? Suicide, depression, mental illness. Yeah, you heard me. The side effects of the pill that removes the tremors that are caused by the pill you take for mental illness causes mental illness. This is not made up. This is legit. 
and they had enough money that they were buying commercials in every single commercial break. My only hope is that that means that there are not enough advertisers anymore because everybody woke up and realized that it's all poison. That you're buying media to advertise on television channels that are corrupting the people and dividing them into different types of absolute despair, sorrow, and anxiety. And it's a crime, a big crime. And when I was in that group and listening to these 50 people go back and forth, one saying she wasn't included because she was in the chat room and no one addressed her chat because the other people were talking and they were highlighting their boxes and not looking at the chat box. And after that, she just shut down. That kind of stuff went on for an hour and a half. I looked at the complex problem and said, look, and I got in the chat box and I said, can't be here all night. This is what I would do. This is why I would do that. And I think that we should just do one unanimous vote and not do all these individuals and get it over with. Next thing you know, all kinds of other people started doing it. We agree. We agree. Let's just do that. Let's just do that. Let's do it. And they didn't do the unanimous one across vote, but they did do one off, one off, one off, one off, going in the pattern I wanted to suggest, which was all one. Because you had a 50-50, and I went, picked one and went the whole way, and I explained why, because both teams went. I showed them how the point system worked, how it ranked against them, and I said, if you go this way all the way, you're showing good faith to that other team that you want us both to win, because at the end, we'll both have positive points, and we'll tie, and we'll both be in the win. Like, I don't know. I typed it all over again. So anyway, another hour presumes, and now I'm growing this group of people that are like, just do it, just do it. Well, at the very end, you have the opportunity to pull a fast one because it is a double the point value ending result of one or the other, red or black. We've been voting black, black, black. They've been going black, black, black. They figured out the pattern. We figured out the pattern. I want, I was like, yes, this is how you win together. The very people that were being high maintenance whiners and enclosures or whatever that was, were still voting red every single time. Every time we had 12 people vote red, even though three to one was black, three to one. They were still voting red. And it was because I have no idea. Had we allowed their vote to win, we would have fell in the negative because the patterns were all crazy different. And if you voted red and your opponent voted black, you lost six points. So they were actually voting to set us up to fail. And then to make matters even worse, when you were able to double down at the end, they were wanting to sway us all into switching at the last minute to red or no, I apologize. The red was gain six every time, but if they voted black, if they voted black, you gained six. If they voted red and you voted red, you both lost. Anyway, it was so craziness. Long story short, they wanted us at the very end to flip a trick, take advantage of that trust that we had built with that team that we were going black too, and we were all going to go all the way and get done with this stinking stupid thing. So we'd go home and eat and whatever. Well, go downstairs. I was in my room. But they were the very people that wanted to flip it, trick them, 
and come out three points ahead of them and win the whole game. And many of you are probably saying, well, yeah, that's the whole game of war, isn't it? That's how you win. That's, that's competition. That's how you say checkmate. This was not that. This whole thing was about how to be better together. The whole thing was about trust and growing and leadership, blah, blah, blah. So they were saying the same people that were mad that they weren't included and we weren't talking to them, the same people that would have voted us down a losing, losing track were at the very end wanting to flip on that weakness of trust to pull a surprise and beat them, kick them down. And I thought, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. And I'm like, no, black. And you know what the funniest thing was? Was we had 12 red votes every single stinking time. At the end, we had 15. She was able to convince three of the 40 to go red. That was my takeaway from that event. And I wish I could help everyone understand and see that those are the types of behaviors and people that I cannot work with. I can discuss it. I can talk about every play, every angle, every vantage point, every pro or con to every decision you make in strategy to win. But I have not ever done it at the expense of someone else. I will win fair and square. And like I said, in a normal game, like if this was baseball or something, or this was chess or sure, you take advantage of the opponent because you know, you're playing to win, win, to win. Like you have to win. One of you has to win. One of you has to advance. It's when you're supposed to be one group figuring out how to work together and be leaders and blah, 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 that you realize, no, you don't do that. And why is everybody getting so upset? And why aren't we just doing this? Like everyone was making it so much harder and people were still going against the system just because they wanted to go against the system, even though they had to have known deep down, that's what was working. And that's what it was like, but they were still going against it. We have to stop that right now because that's, what's going to kill us all. If you know it's wrong and you feel it deep down in your gut and you're doing it just because you got to do it because you got to stick to your guns and you got to stick to your principles and what you think. Da, 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 da. I'm sorry, stick to your principles, yes. But you have to admit it's a losing path. It was losing. You have to be a bigger person. If you're going to be a leader and be this person that's going to be emotionally intelligent and all comfortable with yourself and have the ability to trust and burr, burr, and all this stuff that this guy was like kind of crazy. This I don't think he really likes being that leader. Um, I really, oh, I just, I really want people to see how much more fuel of joy, gratitude, grace, awareness, positivity, there is when you play to win with all. And when you know there are people that are not doing that, you speak up. And if you can't speak up, you find a way to do so because you know you can't allow it anymore. We have to stop those that find the weakness a way to leverage because that's their own. Their weakness is using other weakness. It's not being strong and standing on your own and doing your thing. It's like, yeah, you know what? I do cut corners all the same, all the time. And I know exactly who my people in the, 
in the boardroom are that I can just play around and do because I can get by with it. And then next thing you know, I've, you know, working my job and not producing or having any type of faith or helping the culture of the team. And then next thing you know, shit goes sideways. So I know I'm ranting, but I just had to talk about that. Oh, what an experience. All good. All good stuff, guys. Be good to each other. Thank you. And there you have it. Another episode of Oh Hey Heather. I hope it has made you think of a story of your own or how you could relate to this one or if anything, just something you could enjoy. Thanks everyone and have a great one.